Coming up on episode 76 of The Unscrewed Mind, we're talking law of attraction success stories. But before we get into that, Rusty and I took a trip down memory lane and listened to an old Bob Proctor video. So we talk about some of our takeaways from that. We touch on uh, some things that I'm reading in Becoming Supernatural, Joe Dispenza's book, like mind movies and the effect of your brain waves and the ability for you to receive information. And then we talk about the ladder story from your boy Neville. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. In a moment that was out of character for me, I actually watched the uh, YouTube video you sent me. The Bob Proctor one. Not all mm-hmm. two hours, but I watched enough to understand what you meant. A lot of insight in there, especially, you know, if you've heard it before and then you go a little ways without hearing it and then you hear it again. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Couple gems, dude. I wrote these down. Mm-hmm. Most people are extras in their own movie. Right. I thought that one that was really good. And then the other one, everything you're going to get, you're going to get the same way. Mm-hmm. I really like those two. If you can manifest a dollar, you can manifest a million, you know? Both of them come the same way. Yeah. And just the how much he talks about how you're letting something else dictate your reality by giving attention to it, no matter what side of that attention you are on, it's still your attention that you're giving. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's outside of you that you're giving power to. When in reality, you should be focused on the things that you want power to be given to, not what somebody else wants power given to. Man, that couldn't be more true than it is today. Yeah. It's just, the thing is, is it's like, how do you get hit in the face so many times by this information? We, I mean, you and I have studied, studied, studied this. This is probably the most studied thing that I've had in my life, right? Right. Uh, Multiple years of it, uh, you know, just absorbing the content to a point where I'm getting worn out with absorbing the content, right? For Mm -hmm. a while, because I'm like, okay, this is all sounding exactly the same. Why do I need to listen to this again? And then you'll listen to something and be like, damn, I forgot about that. I already forgot that. Mm -hmm. So it's the consistency of the information, the person that's delivering the information, how you resonate with that person, what that information is like to you at the time period that you're hearing it. All of these factors play in and you literally cannot hear, understand, comprehend things until you are at a certain level of learning of this information. And it's just like the most mind bending thing to think, cause I've never, I've never found something that you continually learn so consistently with so many different messages that messages that you've already heard, like I have with this information. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say yeah. that? 
Yep, lots of layers. But the you know the key to so many things for so many people is changing their vibration, holding that vibration, and becoming that vibration. And it's it's a task because you have how many ever years you have being and doing from a different perspective, not thinking about a vibration. Mm-hmm. You could be you could be living rules. You could be acting on rules that you've picked up throughout the years, small little tidbits, but it's not a complete package of vibrational. You know what I'm saying? Because you're always manifesting. You've been manifesting the entire time. There's no question. Mm-hmm. 100%. But how do you change yourself? How do you change your vibration to become what you want to be, not what you have been or what you've been made up of to, to today? And it's like you get, I mean, for me personally, it was a struggle to figure out and still is a struggle to figure out how much of the old me do I not like and how much of the old me do I like? Do I want to be me being someone else or do I want to be someone else that doesn't even know me? You know what I'm saying? Well, here's the, to become what you want to be. Can, can you stay the same person? I mean, that's the thing. No, you know, to really get it a hundred percent to achieve your goals. Can the person you are today do that? You know, right. I don't, for most people, I think the answer is no. Right. So how bad do you, so how bad do you want what you want and what are are you you willing willing to to trade? Are you willing to trade you for that? Basically is what it is. I I am. I don't even like me. You know what I'm saying? No, don't speak that. <laughs> I do not like this version you know, of me. You know, I think, though, that saying that, you're missing a major factor of is you have to be content with who you are before you can become the person that you oh, want to be. Okay, so that's why this information is so <laughs> hard because of <laughs> stuff like that. And that's why you're so hard to have a conversation with because anytime I say anything, Man. you always have a comeback. So check this out. It, yeah. You want to talk about how you how you get to um, how you raise your vibration and maintain it and keep it. I'm reading that book, Becoming Supernatural, and I got to a chapter this week called Mind, M I N D Movies. Okay, mm-hmm. and he talks about what they do in his seminars, and I want to talk about it here real quick because I want to make one of these for myself. Okay. And here's the thing. So in the book, he talks about uh, how Natalie and Glenn Ledwell created this website or this this online project called Mind Movies, where you can go online, choose, uh, upload photographs that remind you of how happy you are now. And you can put photos in there of what you want your life to be going forward. You pick a song that plays along with those movies And then you take and you put affirmations up on the different pictures and you watch that like three or four times a day. And that's supposed to raise your vibe. You're watching these movies and, um, you know, eventually you're going to manifest the movies that you built. Joe takes it a step further by introducing a kaleidoscope 
So he uses in his projects kaleidoscopes. And you know what a kaleidoscope is, right? You put your eye Mm -hmm. through it and it takes light and it makes kind of these fractal images. Mm -hmm. He says if you stare at that long enough, you change your brain waves and you make it so that you are more ready to accept suggestion. So you watch the kaleidoscope first, then you watch your mind movie, then you manifest what you want. I want to make a mind movie. How crazy does this sound? But oh. how does it how does it sound? You so, hypnotize yourself with a kaleidoscope. Yeah. You pick a couple of videos. Like I got home movies. I could have a couple of videos of uh, the family playing, a, a moment that inspires me with joy. And then maybe, um, you know, the car I want or the job mm-hmm. I want or this that I want. And I watch that three or four times a day to manifest whatever that future vision is. Oh, yeah. No, I think that that would, uh, I mean, I think that plays into everything that we talk about because you're just getting your brain, your chemicals into a different state, and then you're absorbing something else that you want or you're manifesting into it. So, it, I mean, I think that that makes perfect sense. On I how thought it so would too. Operate. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take me to make one, but I'm going to make one. Another interesting idea in this, and I want to talk about it with you real quick is the fact that, um, you know, the kaleidoscope works because it changes your brain waves and, and puts you in a, in a mode where you're receptive to new ideas. In the same way, he talks in the book about how at night when it gets dark, your body uh, releases melatonin, which also changes your brain waves and puts you in a, um, a mode of receiving suggestion whatever. Mm-hmm. But he goes on to talk about how when you at night, when you're open to suggestion, you plop down in front of the television and you're watching these programs and you're being bombarded with these commercials over and over again, yeah. you're receiving messages and you're unaware of it because you're not really paying attention to what you're watching. And he also talks right. about how if you're watching something very emotional or if you're watching something very violent and it causes like a shocking response in you, that also messes with your brain and causes you to be open to suggestions. So you're watching this crazy program that has some violent action and it cuts to a commercial for Coca-Cola, you know, and you just watch that every 10 minutes, the entire time you're watching the program. I mean, Eventually, Coke is your favorite drink, you know, but what else could we be falling victim to because we're not paying attention to what's on the television? Plus the subliminal level stuff that. Yes. And I was even thinking for like football games, you know, I get excited. I get excited watching football games. That excitement is leaving me open to whatever comes on. I mean, should we just automatically mute when the game's over? in you're, between, you're, we're we're sitting here asking why is the Super Bowl? Why is it worth so much money to have an ad on there? Uh huh. Your emotional state is at the highest that it's that it could be for some people. Mm-hmm. This could be one of the most high highly emotional moments for for them, depending on their team. Yes, uh, you know. And then if there's products being advertised and 
you know, the, uh, there's a lot of car dealers or car companies that advertise during this time period. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, you love Ford trucks or you love GMC trucks or whatever it is. And then you're in the moment of your team is winning. You're like, boom, I'm going to get that Ford truck. Movies, movie premieres are big during the Super Bowl too. Yeah. Interesting. To take you on that next ride. Yeah. Exactly. Fill you with that, those next images, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. So here's what I really want to talk about. Law of attraction success stories. And here's why. This week I was, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was taking out my little garbage can, which is over here. You can't see it because I don't want garbage in the frame. But above my garbage can is my vision board, which might mm-hmm. tell you subconsciously how much I care about the vision board. What? Right next to the garbage can. Maybe I should move uh, it. Check this out though. I'm looking at it and right in the middle. Your, you wear yourself out. You know that? I'm, you wear yourself out. Right in the middle of this vision board is the biggest picture. And it's, if you've, uh, if you haven't seen the YouTube video, I may, I make it on video so you can kind of see what the vision board looks like. But there's a picture of a beach. And then I had taken another picture of me and the kids and Carrie and had like superimposed it on the beach and I put it right in the center. And this was like two years ago, maybe three. And wouldn't you know, two months ago, we were on the beach in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to be looking at it a couple days ago and I was like, huh, that one came true along with my weight loss goal, along with my body fat goal and some other ones that were on there that I was just working towards, but had forgotten that they were goals of mine in the first place. Mm-hmm. To me, I mean, a vision board is kind of a seminal part of, um, you know, law of attraction processes. So me going to the Bahamas and hitting my goal weight are two of my law of attraction success stories. Isn't that great? I've always said that I don't have any, but I do. You've said you don't have any. Well, anytime you ask me like, hey, dude, like we should talk about those. I always think to myself, I don't know. I don't know what I've done. Uh, I've, I've got a laundry list of yours, but that's fine. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. When sometime you should share them with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I know what around. they are. You should just walk around your life and take a look at it instead of uh, needing mm. me to tell you. I know. It's good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Um, you've, so, sh- you've shared several of yours, but do you have one that you want to give right now? Um, I was thinking about that. And, you know, the biggest ones for me are job, house, uh, I mean, new job, new house, um, relationship changes, um, you know, the, the biggest golden doodle on earth from, from what I've seen so far. Yes. Uh, you know, and somebody out there has got a bigger golden doodle. So this isn't a challenge. (laughs) I want to see it. it? Show me your golden doodle. Prove it. There's, there's always somebody with a bigger golden doodle that's not available at the time. Like we're sitting there at the park and they're like, my sister's cousin has a, has, or my sister's cousin, that doesn't work. My, (laughs) (laughs) it's half sister. So it does make sense. But It'll be like, you know, my, one of my friends has one that's a little bit bigger than this one. And I'm just like, okay. Like, does Bre- it have more hair? Cause 
is it within 30 it. minutes of here? Because I'm willing to drive right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I thought about this, um, you know, people in my life, the manifestations, I almost get more excited seeing, or I do get more excited when I see other people's manifestations come. And because, because, you know, I mean, it's exciting to get new things. There's no doubt. But it's kind of like the saying, it's better to give than to receive type deal. Mm -hmm. And when you see somebody that was up against a wall or you felt like that they were, they didn't feel good about themselves or they didn't have any direction going in their life and they were kind of just on a path of over and over and over the same thing. And then they get a new job or they have, uh, you know, they get a new house, they move to a different environment, things start to change for them. They start to learn other things. They start to do other things. They're going on vacation. You know, everything about, I would say there's five to six, seven people in my life that have consistent changes that have happened over the course of the last three or four years. And it's been monumental changes for them. Uh, new houses, multiple people with new houses, uh, multiple people with different jobs or promotions in their jobs. And, you know, it's, that's what's, that's what makes this exciting. It really does. And when you talk to people about it and when you know that they're actually listening to you and I may never see the person again, but I know for a fact that I did what I could to get the message to them mm -hmm. so that they can have the change that I did because it's, it's literally cost me nothing to share with them, but it can mean everything to them, you know? And yeah. that's, that's what my, my goal is. Uh, when, when I meet new people, even when I talk to people that I haven't talked to uh, ever before, I'm always thinking, how am I going to sneak this into this conversation? Because I want them to understand that the power that they have within them is limitless. And it's only been limited by their own thoughts, their limitations, the limitations that others have set on them, set on them. And it's just, I mean, the, the amount of manifestations for myself, I really can't even tell you, but I will say that I've even talked to Matt about making a, another YouTube channel on Yeti coolers because it's something in my life that I, I like for some reason, I can't even tell you why I like it so much. Uh, but it's, it's just something that I really like. And I manifest Yeti coolers like nobody else. I mean, it's just a consistent stream of Yeti stuff coming in. I have a, this, this, this color here on Yeti, was a manifestation for me. Uh, and, you know, you can look at it either way. You can say that Yeti had a roadmap and I tapped into the roadmap and felt like that, that man, you know, that color was coming, but it was the color that I wrote down six to six to eight months prior to it coming out. I like, so, I like to think that there's a, a product development specialist at Yeti yeah. That is just sitting in his chair, like after lunch, just feeling fat. And he's like, yellow, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Why have we not thought yeah. of yellow? Yeah. So, um, 
just countless, countless uh, manifestations. I can't, I can't even begin to scratch the surface. And once you start living in an abundant state of mind, you will see that that abundance carries over into anything that you give your time, your thoughts, your energy to. I mean, I can walk around my house. I've, you know, I've got all this stuff in my basement that I've been collecting over the years or different things that I've gotten interested in. And it's just a ridiculous amount of whatever item it is. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, sometimes you're sitting there thinking, where is the abundance in my life? And you need to just be focused on what did you give your energy to look around you because you're going to see where the abundance is in your life, no matter what level you are at in abundance or in your own mind, you still have a lot of whatever that thing is that you focused on. And it doesn't have to be something physical always. It can be, you know, a a knowledge on a certain subject or it can be a lot of friends, anything, you know? Yeah. Hello, Hello. Mm. Look, a lot of friends. Guys. I know that's somebody's manifestation, but what, I mean. (laughs) Can't, can't relate. Oh, all right. I had um, multiple law of attraction success stories planned. I don't think okay. we have we have time to get to them. So maybe I want to read about this one. Keep going. Maybe we should keep going, and you break it into two parts. I've only got eight minutes left on the video, dude. Because the way this camera is, it can only record thirty minutes at one time. It's fine. It's fine. It rolls smoother this way anyway. Okay. I like this story. Titled, I got this from Reddit. An unbelievable ladder method success story. I've always felt the LOA didn't work very well for me until I recently started aligning my chakras and removing blockages, which is something I've been doing for the past two weeks. This sub introduced me to the ladder method. Yesterday I was watching a video. Are you saying you or this? That that aside was me. I've been removing blockages for the past two weeks. Okay. This sub, sorry, this sub introduced me to the ladder method. Yesterday, I was watching a video describing the ladder method and reading all the success stories in the comments. I attempted it for maybe two minutes, then decided the odds I'll see a ladder are slim to none. I don't own one. I work at a dance studio, so why would there be a ladder there? I won't be around anyone doing any work that required it, so I abandoned the thought. Today, about 24 hours later, I walk into my dance studio and there's a ladder in the studio. I'm meant to be teaching in and I started cracking up. A student was painting clouds on the wall in the studio, but get this, she didn't even end up using the ladder. She brought it into the studio and afterwards was like, hmm, I don't even need it. What are the chances? How beautifully hilarious. Is that proof? Wait, did he climb the ladder? He didn't climb the ladder, but maybe manifesting the ladder was enough. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, this is just like the car, you know, Mm -hmm. it's 
this is this is so the latter story the car are both very simple because and do the like tell us what the latter story is though real quick so the the latter story is is Neville would he would set up his uh, he had like a weekly uh, what what's the word that I'm looking for a weekly let's call it uh, a um, I'm like I'm thinking sermon but that's not the right word called a mastermind. Uh, you know, yeah, like he a, would have a, a weekly class and Neville doesn't charge for his classes. Um, and so is what he would do is everybody comes in and there's, he, you know, he's talking to everybody, he's telling them about it. And he, he basically says, I know that there's so many people out here that aren't going to believe this is real. So it's what I want you to do is I want you to go home and I want you to say to yourself all day long. And as you go to bed at night, I will not climb a ladder, but I want you to make the motions of climbing a ladder mm-hmm. as you're going to sleep, as you're falling asleep. And he said, but compl- constantly repeat to yourself, I will not climb a ladder. I will not climb a ladder. And if you climb a ladder, which would prove that your subconscious mind is in control and not your conscious mind, then I will see you next Sunday. So basically the first first meeting is very short because he, he just kind of explains what he's doing he knows people are skeptical, so he sends them on their way with a way to prove. And so whoever comes back next Sunday has obviously climbed a ladder. And there's just, you know, tons of people that uh, say that this method works for them and tons of people that have had success stories with climbing a ladder, even though they don't want to. But it reminds me exactly of, you know, the car Um because it's such a simple thing to manifest, but it just brings so much proof to there's so many things that we try to manifest, but we put all of this emphasis on it and make it big. And it's hard for you to manifest it because you're so worked up about the outcome and the circumstances around what your manifestation is. But when it's something like climbing a ladder or seeing a car, you're just like, ah, whatever. You know, you're indifferent about it. You don't care if it's happening or not, but basically you're letting go of it by saying, I will not um, do that. And to your subconscious mind and the subconscious mind is not registering that will not, it's just focused on the latter piece. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it it makes perfect sense to me when I think about it, when I think about the things that I've manifested, the situations that I've manifested in, it's when I truly let go of the process, the way the, you know, the thoughts around it and just made actions that I thought that would move me towards where I want to be. And then it can, you know, it comes together at that point. Um, But I think, the biggest thing for everybody when you're manifesting is do not focus on outcomes of the manifestation or very specific things that have to happen that you don't want to do. But at the same time, if you want something, you have to commit to it and you have to make actions towards it. So those are like conflicting things because it's like the same statement that I just made on two different levels, but it's really not because you either really want something and you're going to do some things that maybe make you uncomfortable 
just because you're programmed to be uncomfortable in that situation. And it's not necessarily because it is uncomfortable. So it's just the chemicals that are firing. And as you start mm -hmm. to change, you get to be more comfortable. And when you're more comfortable, information comes or flows better for you. And it's just a learning, it's just a learning period. And everything that you want to know is within you or will be brought to you. So you don't have to, I mean, it's great to search for it. I'm not saying don't search for it, but you don't have to sit and worry about those kind of things because the everything that you want is coming to you and you're moving towards it. It's only when you stop to believe or stop to think about or stop to look at that it stops coming. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Unscrewed Mind. Now, if you heard something that you know someone else needs to hear, share the show. If something in this episode gave you an aha moment, give us a review. And if you haven't been to our YouTube or our Instagram or our TikTok account, check us out. We are everywhere at The Unscrewed Mind. Now... Go out and do something great today.